Blog Talk Radio. It's time for the Root and Roots show on blogtalkradio.com. Now here's your host, Greg Rashid, bringing you the best in music, information, and history. As we move forward, anytime you come closer to something, your vision should get clearer. Am I right? You are a tool in the hidden hand that's using you. Please don't be delusional. The rulers of this world practice confusing you. The people and the priests and the imams have been jammed by government scams. Mind systematically programmed. Blatant black hatred and racism. The way they lace the whole world and nation with traces of Satanism. This place is a pagan prison. The founding fathers enslaving intentions were no different than Bush's and Reagan's vision. 1776, it took action. This Illuminati took form and was Spawned from a Colombian faction Just flip your one dollar bill over And if you want me to expose the true code of deception I will show you We live in a designed wicked system The number 13 is consistent in Masonic symbolism It represents transformation 12 completes the cycle So 13 is rebirth and regeneration The meanings of the symbol are strategically hid On the left side you see a 13-layered pyramid Over that sits the all-seeing eye with the light a sign of the devil watching over you at all times With the words Anna with Coeptus 13 letters meaning he has favored our undertakings Will you accept it? Or will you learn the science and ignore them? Under the pyramid you see Novus Ordo Seclorum Translated New Order of the World Or the New World Order Authors and Satanic Fathers of Mass Slaughter The eagle that you see on the right Sits below 13 stars with a shield that has 13 stripes And an olive branch in his claws with 13 leaps, which is supposed to be in his talent to represent peace. But peace was always on a decrease. His other claw holds 13 arrows of war set to be released. And the letters at the bottom of the pyramid are fixed with the Roman numerals that equal 1776. The United States of America exists and in the deep devilish abyss with truth and paganism mixed. Every president that ever lived was foul. They gather at Bohemian Grove where they bow down before the owl. See the owl is wise and sees through the darkness of night. And there's a small one on the dollar near the one on the top right. It ain't hard to understand this government was never for us. The eagle was based off of the Egyptian hawk Horus. The 13 colonies who went to wicked sovereignty and made no apology for the obvious idolatry. Subconsciously, we follow the ways of the beast and pay homage to pagan gods when we say days of the week. Like Sunday, they worship the sun. Monday is moon day. Tears the god of war was worshipped on Tuesday. Odin, the chief god, is who Wednesday is named for. Thursday is Thursday, god of thunder, the mighty Thor. Friday was named after Frigga, notice the pattern. Saturday is the Roman god of agriculture, Saturn. Frigga was the goddess of love, the wife of Odin. The polytheistic theologies needed decoding. The 
rituals Like trips across the sand as man takes The skull and bones maternity The secret handshakes But understand, he receives only 33 degrees He secretly believes in Lucifer and other deities Many powerful and rich people are controlled by these They even hold the soul of several of your favorite MCs Politicians telling lies, tongues riddled with thorns And use hand gestures shaped in the form of devil horns You don't fear this any harm cause you don't know what it entails Satan tampers with stem cells and sprays chemtrails The so-called holidays are hypocrisy Established to use religious doctrines to commit annual robbery Christmas split in half is Christ's mass The so-called birth of Jesus where every home has glowing lights cast Christ the anointed one mass the birth celebration But Jesus' birth was kept secret due to the situation The king initiated a death block Cause the Messiah was prophesied to rule So Jesus' murder was authorized No one knows the actual date That's why sometimes you see excellence Excellence unknown but ignorance affects us A fraud that was purposely flawed December 25th the birthday of the wicked ruler Nimrod This whole disguise is part of Satan's universal wise A holy prophet's life being pimped and commercialized Traditions like lights on trees Rooted in the Nazian council in 325 AD By Constantine these matters were decreed The concept of a virgin birth was actually conceived and then agreed With graven images in the temple The fish on your cards called Onus a Babylonian symbol Is visibly contradictory Telling your children lies you need to make them study Santa Claus's sick history But yet we go wherever Satan leads us The falsehoods we practice in his name ain't got nothing to do with Jesus Yeah All right there, that's K Rhino and that's the Grand Deception where he gets into a lot of conspiracies in that. And that's what we're gonna be talking about in the first segment of the show as far as conspiracy theories and conspiracies in general. And if you're new to the program, this is the Root and Root Show. We come on on Fridays, um at any time. I used to say at six PM, but I'm not I'm no longer on the East Coast, so we come on Fridays and Saturdays and try to give you the best information out there about getting to the root of issues and tonight we've got the perfect subject because we love talking about conspiracies on here but getting to the truth we don't get into joking or anything or folks who just have these outlandish views we talk to folks who are serious and we have a serious guy on here who has a great sense of humor because i've listened to him on other programs before but i want to say first of all if you want to call in the number is 424-675-8388 one five four two four six seven five eight three one five. Again, my name is Greg Rashid, the host of the Root and Root Show, and you can listen live. Some of you are listening live right now on BlogTalkRadio.com, but some of you listen on a delayed basis on iTunes, various other social media uh, platforms, and also my friends out there in Colorado who listen. You'll be hearing this show on Saturday, on June the eleventh, on KUHS. DenverRadio.com that was started by the great Henry Archuleta. So I want to say hi to my friends out there in Colorado. And I want to say hi right now to our guest, who is the author of a new book that's on McFarland Press. It's Conspiracy Theories, The Roots, and I love that term, The Roots, because that gets into our show. The Roots, Themes, Propagation of Paranoid Political and Cultural Narratives. Uh, Let's see if I can say that five times in a row. But anyway, (laughs) <laughs> I'm honored to have on this evening Professor Aaron John. I hope I'm pronouncing your last name right. Gillis? Uh, Gullius. 
Goliath. Thank you. Goliath. Goliath. Oh, my. Yeah. And I really enjoyed yeah. Yeah. I really enjoyed this show. And I have to let folks know that uh, you are an associate professor of history at Mont Community College, which is in Flint, Michigan. So I know that that immediately raises some alarms like, you're talking about conspiracies. There you go right there. Oh, boy. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> um, there, and, and what's surprising is, is there haven't been as many conspiracy theories about the Flint water crisis as I expected there to be. I was, I was, I was thinking there would be more. And, and the conspiracies that have, that have sort of surfaced and the discussions that have sort of surfaced have mostly been very, very plausible things, um, uh, mostly about um, – the the need to uh, or the desire on the part of the uh, of the Republican administration, um, Rick Snyder, Snyder's administration here in Michigan, to to basically end the concept of municipal water supplies. Um, he's, there's been other things happening in other cities in in, in Michigan um, that have that have sort of undermined municipal like reliable municipal water supplies, um, sort of forcing the kind of privatization that. Uh, that we keep uh, that we keep seeing, and uh, in Flint, um, in Flint, you had a a perfect storm of um, of financial crisis and state uh, dictatorship uh, through our our state's emergency manager law that basically suspended the powers of the city government and imposed an emergency manager from the state level, and in in Flint, I, I mean, I don't know how much your your listeners know about Flint. But well, we actually uh, had an city... activist on here early in the year talking about Flint, but you say some more because that was in January, and I noticed some new information. Yeah, um, it, just in general, Flint has been economically uh, economically depressed since the, uh, the the multiple stages of the exit of General Motors over the last uh, over the last twenty thirty years or so, and uh, the city itself is, um, is is heavily minority, particularly African American. Um, and the uh, the state government has been consistently, uh, over the last eight years, seven eight years, dominated by uh, by the Republican Party, particularly the state house. And um, the, for example, and, and so there, I wouldn't call it conspiracy theories because it's it's more just what's happening on the news in front of us. You have a an impoverished, heavily minority city um, with a crumbling infrastructure, um, basically being poisoned in some people's minds due due directly to the policies of, of a white governor who made his money as a venture capitalist. And so, I mean, it's not really a conspiracy. It's just sort of what happened. Right. So um, I'm, I'm sort of thinking that there aren't a lot of conspiracy theories as we normally consider them about the Flint water crisis, because there don't well, need I can, to well, be uh, Aaron, very blatant. Give you one that's been floating around. Oh, and I don't know. You probably don't know this one, but there was a movie in 1975 called Three the Hard Way," so-called black exploitation movie with Jim Brown, Fred oh, Williamson, and Jim Kelly. And it was about this mad scientist who was white who put sickle cell anemia in the water oh. reservoirs in black communities, and and Detroit was one of them. And that's going around oh. now. That yeah, I, I didn't think you oh, might have heard it. I one. need to see that. I need to see that movie. That that oh god, that sounds. You can go on YouTube and look at it. I own it. Yeah, you really need that, to see I, that. 
that sounds really interesting. One of the things in, in the books that I, that I talk about is um, sort of one of the themes of the book is that the reason, you know, these conspiracy theories, they, they persist and they're, they're important for us to understand and, and to study because, because they never go away. They simply, they simply change. And one of the things that I tried to do in the book, and I'm not, I'm not sure how successfully I did it, but this was my goal, was to take some of the major conspiracy theory narratives or storylines that are prominent and sort of trace back where the sort of really outrageously implausible theories diverged from, from the, actual, the actual truth. Because at the heart of a lot of, of even the most outlandish conspiracy theories, there are, there are some very, very plausible things. And, um, for example, um, during the, the 1990s in particular, it became very, very sort of, sort of common. It was, it was something you saw quite a bit, the idea that, uh, that HIV and or AIDS, depending on how you drew the distinction between the two, and that's a whole separate batch of conspiracies, but uh, that AIDS was developed as a biological weapon. Um, right. And that, a biological weapon that, uh, that either was unleashed on, on, on particular populations to eliminate them, Usually the two candidates for elimination in most theories are either either Africa or the homosexual population in the United States, depending on the theorist's point of view. Um, either done intentionally to eliminate these populations or in, in some of the more mild conspiracy theories, it was a, a set of experiments that, uh, that somehow got out of control. But... Um, and, 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 you know, it, this, is, this kind of theory has grown and propagated and, and spread over the last 20 or 30 years. And people who dismiss it and say, oh, that's just a conspiracy theory, that's paranoid, that wouldn't happen, um, ignore, you know, decades of information and, and documentation about government, conspir- government experimentation into various kinds of unconventional warfare that, that are that's right. fully documented. And, and that's, that's yeah. what I want to get to you about, talk to you about. And listeners, you can call in at 424-675-8315. You know, uh, how do you separate, Aaron, something like MK Ultra, the Tuskegee mm-hmm. experiments, which were at the time, and almost, you know, there was, this like, you know, there was a time when these were like just rumors and like, that has to be a conspiracy. And yeah. due to the church committee for one and other in 1975 and just other documented uh, information, it found out that it was fact. Experiments in the San Francisco uh, subway Absolutely. system as far as, um, you know, making folks just get dizzy, have, you know, suffering from um, vertigo and didn't know why. Mm-hmm. I mean, there are things like that that are the truth. And how does someone out there can separate the truth from fantasy. That's the thing. That, that's, that's a good question because when you, when you look at these things, you, you start going down this, this rabbit hole and you keep finding more and more outlandish stories. And at some point, you sort of cross over from, from conspiracies to conspiracy theory, to the, to the unfounded conjecture. And the, the best advice I have is to, is to try to find documentation that supports it that is produced or presented or claimed by somebody who doesn't have, who isn't in a position to make money off of it. Uh, Here's an example. Um, 
MKUltra is a great example. It's, it's, it's sort of the umbrella program title for a number of, of experiments that could that you know, mind control, basically, whether right. it was um, chemical or trauma-induced or whatever, done from the 1950s up to the early 1970s, as far as we know from the documentation. As you said, the church committee started uncovering this, and one of the things that's really fueled conspiracy theories about MKUltra is that CIA director Richard Helms ordered a bunch of MKUltra documentation destroyed. Um, and so there's reams of documentation that simply no longer exists. And so because of that, anybody can come up with a plausible story, and when confronted with the fact that there is nothing in the MKUltra documentation about that, they're able to say, well, that was in the documentation that was destroyed. And we really have no way to check that. And so when you see things about Project Monarch um, and, uh, and people like Kathy O'Brien, who claim not only to have been a victim of MKUltra mind control experimentation, but was, a, was a, a sex slave and informant and courier for everybody from Gerald Ford to Henry Kissinger to Ronald Reagan to... Uh, George H.W. Bush to did, Bill didn't Clinton. Didn't Cheney chase her in the woods or something? Didn't she talk yeah, about that? Yeah, yeah. Dick, Dick Cheney, you know, chased her and her daughter, hunted her and her daughter through the woods, and he said he called it the most dangerous game. And I'm like, yes, that's because the entire scenario is from a short story from the 19 teens called The Most Dangerous Game. Right. Um, and, and, you know, so what, what the thing is, when you read Kathy O'Brien's stuff, and I I'm not sure I can recommend people read it because it's 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 very very violently and sexually graphic. It's it's um it's if I were the it's type of person hard. who I've, seen, yeah. I've heard her and it's hard yeah, to listen it's, to it's, but it's very it's fascinating. It is, but it's it is difficult. because she she pulls in a lot of different strands. I mean and and as she goes through it she starts talking about things like sort of standard conspiracy theory tropes like the New World Order and the United Nations and the coming globalist takeover and, and all of those things. And, and it almost it slips in here and there. And, and one thing that I tell people about this is like, look, there's, there's no documentation in the MK Ultra papers about Project Monarch. There, there's, you know, there's, there's a couple people like Kathy O'Brien and Bryce Taylor who have come out and had extensive conversations about this and extensive basically careers built on promoting these stories. And when you listen to Kathy O'Brien, go on YouTube and search for Kathy O'Brien. There's a whole lot of interviews with her, um, videotapes of conference presentations. If you listen to her and you watch her, I mean, I'm no expert, but that woman has clearly been through something. I mean, it's just, it's just clear that she's been through something. I'm just not sure what she went through is what she believes she went through, which opens up another conspiracy. Is Kathy O'Brien being used to make the whole concept of mind control experiments so ridiculous and outlandish that everybody dismisses the whole thing and well, ignores and what might be really going on? Right, Aaron, that's an important point because I – Many, many years ago on the show, I attempted to reach out to um, the UFO com group, the major group oh, that yeah. supposedly oh. works on UFOs. And yeah. I learned that actually it's safe now. This is not conspiracy, and I love conspiracy theories, but 
that they're actually kind of a monitoring front group to find out who is really interested in the subject. Yeah. Yeah. And, and I've, 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 there's a lot of stuff like that. And this idea of disinformation um, using, for example, UFO believers to, you know, sort of find out what, um, what the UFO community might know about things that have nothing to do with UFOs. A great book, um, a great book for your listeners to find is Project Beta by Greg Bishop. Um, he um, ex- um, investigated extensively uh, the case of a guy back in the 80s named Paul Benowitz, who was basically used as a pawn to spread UFO disinformation by the Air Force, and uh, they basically drove him insane. He ended his days, um, you know, in a uh, in a mental hospital. He ended up in a mental hospital and eventually passed away um, in in the early 2000s. But um, many of the stories he was told and that he spread around have just become part of UFO lore, like um, an underground base in Dulce, New Mexico, and a firefight between the aliens and the good humans and things like that. Um, they will, they, and, and what, what, what Bishop argues in his book is that Paul Benowitz thought he had seen a UFO and reported it to the Air Force. And what he had actually seen, the Air Force realized, were some top-secret anti-satellite weapons tests. And they did not want him to further investigate this because he might find things that they didn't want known. So they started feeding him disinformation to throw him off the track of what was actually a classified weapons program that had nothing to do with aliens. And they used his interest in aliens and his connections in the UFO field to... um, to, to basically throw them off the track. And, and that's scary. When they, you know, that's, you know, it, there are well-meaning people like that out there who fall into that. And I have to say this, uh, Aaron, that as I read your book, and I know some people out there are saying, well, you know, I get, you know, it seems like the professor's trying to debunk everything. I want people to understand that Aaron, and this is just my opinion, and I don't, I don't think you're, you're trying to debunk some things, but you actually believe there are a lot of unusual things going on that cannot be explained. If I'm not right, if I'm not mistaken. Absolutely. Um, Absolutely. I think um, particularly with regard to paranormal stuff, I think a lot of what people see that is, that is truly unexplained is probably not explainable by science as we understand it. That's, that's different than believing that they are, that people are seeing structured alien craft flying around. And I believe that there are government conspiracies and that there are forces within our government and in our world who do not mean normal everyday folks much good at all. Um, But that doesn't mean I believe that the United Nations army is going to roll into my backyard and put me in an internment camp next week. Um, Not because that could never happen, but because I don't think that particular scenario is happening right now. Uh, and and that's, that's the difficult thing. Where do you draw the line between what is absolutely possible and what might actually be happening? Because it's kind what, of like, a, you know, yeah. reading some of Edward Snowden's stuff and realizing that yep. there have been folks out there for years saying that the government is spying on you and all of this. And then you got Snowden saying, well, yeah, look at this. And nobody yep. in the, government denying what Snowden is saying. 
Yeah, their, their their problem with Snowden is not that this man is lying; they're that he's not supposed to talk about our secret our secret surveillance operations. That's terrible. That's their problem with him is that he's telling the truth about what's going on, um, and and ruining their their surveillance operations. And you know, there's there's a there's a, a you know a little you know little bit of law and order in me that says you know what you know some things need to be you know under surveillance, but. You give the government that, you give anybody that much power and that little accountability, and you're going to have problems. Um, and, and there's so many examples of how, in the, especially in the 20th century, especially since the end of World War II, that the U.S. government, in the name of in the name of national security, has violated people's rights in in many ways, and the way they do it is by it usually by infiltration and misdirection um operations like and my students are always are always a little you know i think some of them don't believe me sometimes but i talk about uh the uh the cointel pro pro program that uh, that the uh, that the fbi ran in the 1960s and 70s uh they infiltrated civil rights groups they infiltrated uh anti-war groups they infiltrated Groups like the Ku Klux Klan, as well, and uh, and right-wing extremist groups, and uh, the idea was to infiltrate and observe and report back, and in some cases, uh, a, act as uh, as as agents provocateur to to entrap some of these groups. You know, you have a nice peaceful rally planned, and 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 some guy in your group says, well, hey, you know, why don't we start throwing rocks at some cops or something? You know, let's really show them we need, we mean business. That guy could be a plant from the government trying to get this anti-war movement or this civil rights movement or whatever dis- discredited and arrested. Right, and, I, and I have been in a number of rallies over the years that I have witnessed. I can tell one now. I'm very good. I can see a plant. There are certain mm-hmm. things they say at meetings. It's how it's always like you're saying. It's always like provoking. Yep. You had a peaceful meeting, yep. a peaceful rally. It's always someone there provoking. And that's when you can really yeah. tell that this is a person is there who's not a part of the organization. People rarely know who the person is, and they're out there just to cause problems. Yep. And and um, and people and, and well-meaning, law-abiding people in these organizations who believe in their cause, you know, the more you believe in your cause, the more easily you might be led, you know? And it's, right. it's difficult to uh, – it's difficult to resist that. And it, it happens all along the political spectrum. Um, we saw the same thing happening uh, back in the 1990s in some of those right-wing militia groups. The FBI was infiltrating and saying, hey, why don't we build some bombs? Um, but those groups were way more paranoid than you know anti-war protesters were in the 1960s. So there was a little bit more difficulty. But one thing I find interesting um, and how sort of the politics of these things can shift and change is um, – you know, as I was researching the book, what I what I I was researching the book right around the time um, that the uh, that the, um, the 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 horrible events in in Ferguson, Missouri happened, and and one thing that really struck me was the number of of far right wing militia types who were talking about you know government oppression and things like that back in the 90s, and one of the one of the things they kept right. bringing up is we are very worried about the militarization of police. We're very worried about police getting surplus military gear and looking like jackbooted thugs. And I turn on the TV in Ferguson, and what do I see? But, but the police using military gear, 
um, against uh, against citizens. And and it's it's like you know you know what it, it, it was focused in a completely different direction, but the prediction was was right on. Um, you know, regardless of the the very different politics of the protesters in Ferguson and you know you know you know outrageous militia types in the 1990s, um, some of the some of the concerns are the same. And and you know well, today, and, and I would I would throw out something even more like that. That and I know some people listening, and you can call in now at four two four six seven five eight three one five. I'm talking to Aaron. Uh, I hope I don't mess it up. Uh, Gail Gillis, <laughs> yeah, author of the enough. book. Close enough, okay. Also, the book Conspiracy Theories, The Roots, Themes, and Propagation of Paranoid Political and Cultural Narratives on McFarland and Company Press. You know, I, you may not agree with this. I know a lot of listeners won't, but Bernie Sanders supporters and Donald Trump supporters, if you read some of the rhetoric, and ignore, you know, I know it's hard to ignore Trump's racism and all, but there's some commonalities there. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Um, both groups of supporters have at least – there's at least a segment in each group of supporters that are that – are Uh-oh, I think we lost – are you still there? I think we just lost them. Uh, call back, um, Aaron. I think we were talking about Trump, and uh, I think that may have just cut the lines or something. But yeah, call back, Aaron. And I just want you listeners to call in at four two four six seven five eight three one five. But it was just dropped, and I I think when you there are some things you can't say, and I you know on this show we say everything, so no telling. But yeah, Aaron, please call back, and let's see if this is Aaron. I've called back. Are, that's All right, I, th- I, th- I think we pushed the button to <laughs> when you okay. say Trump and Sanders. I think that like the conspiracy theorists uh, in the government came. Yeah, up. yeah the, <laughs> the, the the NSA cut me off. Um, what I was what I was saying before I realized I wasn't there anymore was, was that in in both groups you have um, you have a core of of Sanders and Trump supporters who are uh, deeply suspicious of of the current political situation, um, particularly corporate domination of politics both groups um both both campaigns have a very strong sort of economic protectionist um core to them um suspicion about foreign trade deals that do a whole lot for corporations but very little for workers um the best analogy i've heard is that trump supporters are people who want bernie sanders america but only for themselves Right. Um, I, I, I think that's that's the, sort of one of the best ways I, I've heard it said. But in the last days of uh, of, of last few days, as uh, as Hillary um, sort of sort of moved further toward clinching the nomination, um, I, I've seen a lot more conspiratorial talk from some Sanders supporters online. You know, it, it, you know, it's the, the media and the Democratic National Committee and Wall Street are all conspiring to keep Bernie Sanders out of the White House. Um, and I don't think we've seen the same kind of conspiracy talk from Trump because he ended up, you know, getting his party's nomination or right. he ended up getting the nomination of a party that didn't notice he was so popular. Um, I'm not sure we could ever really call the Republican Although Trump early party. On, early on, and this is not one of my favorite people, but I listen sometimes to time just to get an idea of what is out there. 
Alex Jones was throwing that out at the beginning mm-hmm. of the campaign. That there was an attempt to get rid of uh, Trump, not having become, you know, the presumptuous uh, Republican candidate because of just a whole bunch of things that, that, that really made yeah. no sense. It, it, but Alex it, Jones is one of those didn't. who is notorious for just throwing out any theory possible. Yeah, Alex Jones will. Alex Jones is the Rush Limbaugh of the conspiracy community. Right. Um, he's he's the biggest mouse. He's the. I mean, I, I don't mean that as he has a. Well, he does have a big mouth, but um, he's he's the biggest <laughs> voice. He's the he's the conspiracy media guy that the mainstream media goes to when they want to show the conspiratorial viewpoint. And um, he's you know he, he's. He's pretty out there, and he he throws a lot of stuff around. The the conspiracy theorists that I I tend to to look at are the ones who are are more behind the scenes, who who point out things right. that are that are not sort of the obvious conspiracy things. And um, I you know it's and a lot of times a lot of times I don't pay a lot of attention to pr- current conspiracy theories because I'm a historian and the only way I stay sane is by ignoring everything that happened more recently than 20 years ago sometimes. If I can say this, that because you bring up, you start talking about, and, and your book is also a, I would say just a conspiracy theory history for dummies in a sense, as far as just getting you up to <laughs> speed because you, yeah. you, I didn't even notice. And I want you to talk about this because it seems like in the Western world, conspiracy theory started, I guess, in what was the book um, in 1798 you were talking about? Um, oh, gosh. Yeah, I'm trying to – it's been a while since I read the book. Um, I'm trying to remember. But, yeah, that it, – it, it very much is an, an, a product of the Enlightenment. Um, in the right. in yeah. the 1700s, the 18th century, and I, I think part of the reason is we start to see cracks in. Well, actually, we see the results of the cracks that started in the Reformation, um, but in in the Western European world, and and as a result, the uh, the American world, you really have the whole idea of who's in charge sort of blown wide open, and we get an era of revolution and revolutions necessarily involve conspiracies because you can't have a successful revolution if you blab about what you're going to do before you do it because right. in a in an authoritarian society it will get shut down so you in Europe especially you have lots of secret societies forming and you start to get paranoia paranoia on both both ends within the revolutionary secret groups that are plotting some sort of change, you're paranoid about being caught. For the wealthy and powerful at the top of society, you're paranoid about what the masses might do, especially after the American Revolution, especially after the French Revolution. And so in America, what happens is as the population grows, in the especially in the early 1800s, as the country grows, as we expand, as we get more and more people involved in politics, as democracy expands, at least to white males, um, which it sounds awfully restrictive, but it was more people than could vote anywhere else on the planet. As right. Democracy and by the way, expands, before you go on, uh, yeah. that book is um, Proofs of a Conspiracy by John Robson, yes. 1798. Yes. Proof, uh, yes. About the Illuminati. Um, and, and, 
Yeah, it was um, it was sort of a, a response to the uh, the. Uh oh, I think we've lost. <laughs> I think we've lost Aaron again. We said the magic word Illuminati, and he got cut off again. Well, Aaron called back in. <laughs> I haven't had this happen before, you know. But Aaron, Aaron's, Aaron's tough, you know. He's got his. Uh, if you read the book and read some of his other books, you'll see. Yeah, he knows his stuff. And there are folks out there who don't want him to talk. And here we go again. So we said another Hello? magic word, Illuminati. We said that. Yeah, yeah. So I have to avoid. Actually, you know what I think it is? I think it's one side of my deck. <laughs> I think oh, okay. I need to avoid that. Sand I need to avoid the, uh, the south side of my deck. I think that's what okay. it is. Um, but yeah. And he went the Bavari- there we go. Am I, am I here? Oh, you're, you're going in and out. And I think we've, I think on the north side of the deck is not working either. So call back in again, Aaron. Yeah, because we just lost you. So, Aaron, you call back in here and let us know. In the meantime, uh, the show is the Root and Root Show. I'm your host, Greg Rashid, and we're talking about conspiracy theories this evening. And hopefully, Aaron will call back in here. Yeah, yeah, here we go. Let's try this again. Are they okay. Aaron? Okay. Right. So, proof, proofs of the conspiracy in uh, in 1798 was a response to the perceived threat of the Bavarian Illuminati and and other groups like it. And the Illuminati, as it was originally formed, was it was in Germany, which was a very unliberal society at the time. And members of the Illuminati wanted outrageous things like representative government and a written constitution and separation of church and state and all of the things that most Americans would find absolutely sort of obvious. Um, Later, this gets sort of twisted and, and the Illuminati becomes this sort of umbrella term for anything that embodies what you particularly don't like. So what is the Illuminati up to? Well, it depends on, on what I'm scared of. Um, so the, if, I am a, if I am a white male in 1965 watching the Watts riots on, um, on television in the United States, the Illuminati or the Council on Foreign Relations or whatever group I'm scared of is clearly orchestrating racial unrest in order to undermine the United States. Um, and because of, my, because of my biases, because of my fears, because of, of my own paranoia about my position, I am able to ignore the racial and economic injustice that led to those things and view it as merely a tool of the bad guys who are trying to, to make my life less pleasant. And in a lot of ways, that's the problem with conspiracy theories. It's not that there aren't real conspiracies. It's not that there isn't somebody out to harm us. It's that too often they can be used as a weapon to continue the process of ignoring real social problems in favor of protecting one's own position. Or That's right. And, and, it's it's like any it's like anything they can they can be misused and conspiracies theories are easily misused because um they've been 
they've been so marginalized as a concept that the, the actual phrase conspiracy theory and conspiracy theorist was invented by the FBI as a way to describe people who didn't accept the official explanation of President Kennedy's assassination. The very term was invented as a sort of pejorative insult. And it's, it's remained that way. Um, most people do not have a positive image when somebody says, oh, Fred's a conspiracy theorist. Um, right. And, and, you know, it, it's, it, it, and so, you know, different terms have come up to be used. I think that the current one that, uh, is, it, that some are trying to use instead is, is parapolitics, um, sort of the politics behind the public political process that really drives things. So right. if you want, yeah, and frankly, if you were your reader, I think you yeah, mentioned it. Yeah. yeah, I think you mentioned it in a book, or maybe in one of your lectures or something I heard. But there is money in being a conspiracy theorist. There is, you know, it's a roadshow too. There is, um, and the more outrageous you are, and the less you have that can be disproven, the better it is, because because you're entertaining, and you make the move from presenting information to being a performer. And that's where the money is. Um, if Alex Jones were writing scholarly treatises backed up by documentation about the things he talks about, he would not be as prominent or as popular as he is. Um, because when you have no accountability for what you say, you can say anything. And the more outrageous you are, the more popular you become, um, which isn't any different than any other area of politics right. or entertainment in our society. Yeah, that's, and that's I, I think that's, that's one thing that uh, that is that is sort of very telling is that conspiracy theory in the age of social media and the internet has it, this sounds this sounds like a weird thing to say but conspiracy theor, conspiracy theorizing has become very dumbed down in the last ten years. Back in the eighties, back in the nineties, I mean, so many. Yeah, I yeah. would agree. You look at YouTube, there are some folks on there, yeah. and this is what I don't get, unless they're just um, just hitting like a billion times or so. There are some of the most ridiculous theories on YouTube, yep. and you see Absolutely. these followers, and you say to yourself, they must be, they must be hitting like or something themselves. Because how could you like yeah. this stuff? But there are people who will follow you. Know, they'll follow you anyway. I, I know. I know. And, and it, you know, people make a, a five-minute YouTube video where they summarize stuff they read on websites or heard on other YouTube videos. And they're not, many of them are not reading actual books by people who've done the no. investigation. Um, and and I, will, I will say I am not a primary researcher of conspiracies. I'm a historian who examines the theories and the stories. So I always try to make that clear. Same with my paranormal stuff. I'm not a... I, I don't claim to be somebody who's investigated the paranormal. I, I write about those who have those beliefs. Um, but if, if you want to, if you and your readers want, uh, listeners want to find the, the good stuff, um, find books by Ken Thomas, uh, find books by the late Jim Keith. He was incredible. And some of his stuff was pretty outrageous, but it was well done and thrilling. Um, Find things by she, she died back in the, the 1980s, but uh, May Brussel. Uh, oh my goodness! May M A E. Oh, May May Brussel. She um, was amazing. She was 
she was she was the first real JFK conspiracy theorist. Right. And she did it all by hand. She scoured newspapers and magazines. She had massive clippings files and and everything. And there's a great book on um it's out there. It's relatively inexpensive um, to find. It's called The Essential May Brussel, um, something about and the subtitle is Fascism in America. And it's a collection of her writings. And it, some of it is pretty hard to get through. Um, it, it, a lot, the good conspiracy theory writing is, is very difficult to read because there are so many names and dates and events that are thrown at you that you almost need to be keeping a chart on a piece of paper as you read to keep all of these yeah, people it straight. Hard. It, but, but, but the harder, the harder, exactly. The hard stuff to read is going to have, is going to have good information. Um, and probably book. And I, I, whenever I do these interviews, I, 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 Oh, oh, I think we lost him again. He's getting to the best book and he went away again. He must've been moving to the South side of his deck, but Aaron call us back in. Because we want to hear what the best book out there. Because the thing about this show is that we want to inform folks. You know, I was asked years, you know, I've been asked by a number of folks that I was thinking about doing a whole conspiracy program when I started doing this type of show. I said, no, that's, that would be a little too much. Yeah, I couldn't do that, you know. But anyway. Hello. Okay. There you go, Aaron. Um, the, the book, um, the, and I'm actually running out of time here on my end, but. Um, okay. Uh, my, my, the, the book that I would really recommend is called The Octopus uh, by Ken Thomas and Jim Keith, and it's about a journalist. It's it's about a journalist named Danny Casolaro, who um, committed suicide under very mysterious circumstances back in the early 90s as he was um, investigating a court case involving the federal government. About it, was, it started off as it was a a software system designed to track legal cases for like prosecutors and attorneys' offices, and the allegations and, and a federal judge ruled in favor of the company was that the U.S. government had basically stolen the source code, modified it so that others could get a backdoor into the software and see information, and then once they had software that they'd built this backdoor into. They start selling it to our allies, uh, Canada, Israel, um, other nations. So this journalist uncovered this conspiracy that started off as a crooked software deal that turned into the U.S. government spying on um, spying on our allies. And, and as we know now through the, the work of you know Edward Snowden and others, we were absolutely doing things like that. But it gets the, the story gets tied up into. Uh, in, into other things like um, the October surprise uh, in the election of 1980 with the, um, the uh, Reagan campaign wanting to keep the, uh, the Iranian hostages hostage just until after the election um, and things like that. I have to get um, that. And That's amazing. Things like that. You know, I don't want you to um, be cut out again here. So just give us – got to have you back on. we got to have you back yeah. on here. Absolutely. Because because we've just touched on things, and then the book is just amazing. Also, we got to get you on just to talk about Alternative 3, and don't, don't say anything about I, it. Just yes, make, yes. Make folks yes. go out there and get your book. But if anyone yes, wants to absolutely. reach you, absolutely. Uh, um, how can they reach you? The way to reach me on? is if you, go on, uh, if you go on Facebook and uh, in the search box, type, um, 
type Aaron John Gullius, uh, A-A-R-O-N-J-O-H-N-G-U-L-Y-A-S. My, uh, my author page will show up. Um, click like on that and follow that. You can message me through there. And, um, yeah, I absolutely would love to come back on and, uh, and talk about Alternative 3 because that is wild. That is a wild yeah, story. So I'm, I'm a, we'll talk about it on, off air, uh, online, but we're going to get you on next month because, you, you, I mean, this is, this is a warm-up. This is okay, basically a warm-up. absolutely. All absolutely. right, Aaron, just thank you so much for being on, and we're going to definitely have you on next month. Thank Thanks you. So and next much. time I will try to stand in a different part of the house. Oh, yes, please do that. <laughs> but you take care. Thanks okay. so much. Thanks a lot. Bye. And again, that was Ann Gully and Aaron Gullius. Now I'm doing it. I'm messing up now. Anyway, and uh, Aaron Gullius, and he wrote the book Conspiracy Theories, the Roots, Themes, and Propagation of Paranoid Political and Cultural Narratives. It's on McFarland Publishers. I would really check it out. Brand new book. It is excellent. And he mentioned a number of books. And I, there are some that I didn't know about. That I'm writing down. I'm going to get those. I'm going on Amazon somewhere. I'm going to get these books. But that's what we try to do here on the Root and Root Show. Educate. You know, I can throw out, I can have a lot of conspiracy theorists on here. And just folks who just, you know, they may sound good as far as what they're saying, but actually they don't have, they have no factual backing of anything. So I like having folks like Aaron and other folks I've had on here over the years who have documented proof. They're not just saying things just to say it so they can be popular. So I'm just happy, you know, just to have him on. We're going to have Aaron back on again, but we're going to keep this little conspiracy theme going because I'm going to play right now. I think we'll do a number of little conspiracy songs, starting with the immortal technique. And this is the fourth break, the fourth branch, the fourth branch. So let's hear that on the Root and Root Show. New age is upon us, yet the past refuses to rest in its shallow grave. For those who hide behind the false image of the Son of Man shall stand before God, 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 God. It has begun the beginning of the end. Yeah. Voice of racism preaching the gospel is devilish. A fake church called the prophet Muhammad a terrorist. Forgetting God is not religion, but a spiritual bond. And Jesus is the most quoted prophet in the Quran. They bombed innocent people trying to murder Saddam. When you gave them those chemical weapons to go to war with Iran. This is the information that they hold back from Peter Jennings. Because Condoleezza Rice is just a new age Sally Hemings. I break it down with critical language and spiritual anguish. The Judas I hang with. The guilt of betraying Christ who murdered him, stole his religion, and painted him white. Translated in psychologically painted philosophy, conservative political right-wing ideology. Glued together sloppily, the blasphemy of a nation. Got my back to the wall, cause I'm facing assassination. Quantum. 
Guantanamo Bay, federal incarceration, how could this be? The land of the free, home of the brave, indigenous holocaust, and the home of the slaves, corporate America, dancing offbeat to the rhythm, you really think this country never sponsored terrorism? Human rights violations, we continue the saga, El Salvador and the Contras and Nicaragua, and on top of that, you still want to take me to prison, just cause I won't trade humanity for patriotism, it's like MK Ultra controlling your brain, the justice thinking, causing your perspective to change, they want to rearrange the whole point of view of the ghetto, the fourth branch of the government want us to settle, a bandana full of glittering generality, fighting for freedom and fighting terror, but what's reality, read about the history of the place that we live in, and stop letting corporate news tell lies to your children, flow like the blood of Abraham, through the Jews and the Arabs, broken apart, like a woman's heart, abused in the marriage, the brink of holy war, bottled up like a miscarriage, embedded correspondence, don't tell the source of the tension, and they refuse to even mention European intervention, or the massacres in Janine, the innocent screams, US manufactured missiles, and M16s, weapon contracts, and corrupted American dreams, media censorship, blocking out the video screens, a continent of oil kingdoms, bought for a bargain, democracy is just a word, when the people are starving, the average citizen, made to be blind to the reason, a desert full of genocide, where the bodies are freezing, and the world doesn't believe that you're fighting for freedom, cause you fucked the Middle East, and gave birth to a demon, it's open with the CIA bugging my crib Trapped in the ghetto region like a Palestinian kid Where nobody gives a fuck whether you die or you live I'm trying to give the truth and I know the price is my life But when I'm gone they'll sing a song about immortal technique Who beheaded the president and the princes and sheiks You don't give a fuck about us I can see through your facade Like a fallen angel standing in the presence of God Niggas scared of the truth when it looks at you hard It's like MK Ultra controlling your brain The chest of thinking causing your perspective to change They want to rearrange the whole point of view in the ghetto The fourth branch of the government want us to settle A bandana full of glittering generality Fighting for freedom and fighting terror But what's reality? Martial law is coming soon to the hood to kill you While you hanging your flag out your project window fourth branch of the government, a.k.a. the media, seems to now have a retirement plan for ex-military officials, as if their opinion was at all unbiased. A machine shouldn't speak for men, so shut the fuck up, you mindless drone. And you know it's serious when these same media outfits are spending millions of dollars on a PR campaign to try to convince you they're fair and balanced. When there's some of the most ignorant and racist people giving that type of mentality a safe haven. We act like we share in the spoils of war that they do. We die in wars. We don't get the contracts to make money off them afterwards. We don't get weapons contracts, nigga. We don't get cheap labor for our companies, nigga. We are cheap labor, nigga. Turn off the news and read, nigga.
time to time to time to tell them. When I'm in the streets, I always remain cautious. Every society, honest and slobs, conformists and dead troublemakers I'm the son of Satan, sculpted the culture of the ancients Burn me at the stake, with my left hand stuck in the matrix I'm the apex, I steal science off a spaceship Black border contractors captured off a camcorder Snap the mass slaughter, violent magic, the masses of order Burning effigies of presidents and American flags Veterans clad for the chance to sell terror for cash Babylon destroyed the base of McDonald's Death codes, murder squads, exploded churches of burning mosques Throw your dice, now your destiny's cast And these seeds of war were planted over centuries past And the mysteries remain unsolved Colossal pyramids on Mars Visitors beyond the scriptures of Allah God is on the side of the ones with money There's large armies Pray for death amongst these brainwashed zombies Society is brainwashed I bet you can't see what I can see That's right There's a few things we have to address William Cooper was murdered, ex-naval intelligence officer, but now author of Behold the Pale Horse, he paid the cost. I can't say that I agree with everything that he wrote, but I admire him for speaking his mind though, never holding his tongue for nobody, our society is brainwashed, guns in each other's faces for the same lies, same everything and same nothing, same bullshit materialism, the third world man's luxury, this false black fuckery, that ain't the best of junkie, your lady, your liberty, can't fuck me, can't touch me, the black pope, superior general, Tim Oscar, Riding like a pyro from Inglewood Bring the hood up to a hover and mothership They already made the switch to the one world government I bet you can't see what I can see That's, that's right There's a few things we have to address Silicon source of a savannah ship Famine gripped the planet with the gigantic satanic fist Believed to be linked to Al-Qaeda through a sandwich business I don't advise you to believe these could be camera tricks All I'm saying is to ask questions damages But Hollywood tries to pass off as a fantasy Might have already happened in actuality And vice versa If Jesus Christ was the person who was Mithra Who was Krishna Who was the first to be baptized, crucified, resurrected Betrayed and made it to a martyr for someone else's redemption Old men start wars with young dudes to die in Madison Avenue Telling you what you should be buying Religion and science always profess peace But in the end, who created the deadly war machine society? I bet, I bet you, you can't, can't see, see what I'm a knocking begins a new order. Your lands, your possessions, your very lives will gladly be given in tribute to me. In return for your obedience, you will enjoy my generous protection. In other words, you will be allowed to live. Yeah. 
freedom's been overthrown by skull and bones, scrolling key lunatics, upside down crucifix on they rosary. It's the home of the brave land of the supposed free and trilateral commission expeditions overseas. Opposing means a socially accepted secret known to me. The Jason group mistakes the truth as its golden fleece. Am I supposed to believe Masons who have a mixture of Satan and Catholic scripture trading some gas to Hitler? Should I believe when your forefathers jacked the ripper and you worship statues in the forest and practice Wicca? I've seen it unfold, summer season, reading a scroll, translating Mason, speaking in code at Bohemian Grove. Prince Bernard of the Netherlands left some evidence, and the Bilderberg shows our presidents ever since. Veteran Illuminati invaded the Scottish Rite, denounced God and Christ, worshiped man and forgot the light. So I gotta fight, cause I don't care how it sounds. The CIA planning C4 to bring the towers down. Planes hit, a weapons porn, tracking us with echelon. When video exists of a missile hitting the Pentagon, what a masterpiece. The past repeats, it's never gone In daddy's footsteps, junior reenacts Desert storm, like let's get it on Act righteous, cause a fast crisis Double gas prices, and blame the fact we tax hyped it But observing optics can see through a vermin's logic To just turn a profit and fatten Halliburton's pockets Making Satan's fire lakes out a higher place So this time I break, there's only so much I can take Here's the truth, we the people have been seeing your attempts And realize we the ones you declared war against Here's the truth, I refuse to have you controlling me with my faith in a bunch of snakes, I just don't believe. Here's the truth: we the people have been seeing your attempts and realize we the ones you declared war against. Here's the truth: I refuse to have you controlling me. With my faith in a bunch of snakes, I just don't believe. The Holy Roman crown is sacred, and it seems the house of David left black nobility and Jesus somehow related. Black don't refer to the color of these cowards' faces. The powder-pasted skin makes them the proudest races. Illuminated lineage of lonely chromosomes, known for seeking the Turn of the Holy Roman throne. Committee of 300 calling shots close to home. Tapping in your mobile phones, matching up your vocal tones. It's your darkest belief started with Harvard's elite. And Yale's fraternal orders marketing the market of beasts. Deceiving as a demon playing the part of a priest. Hasbergs causing famine while we starve in the streets. Old school psychology facing fate of numerology. The newest colony and Lucifer's future prophecy. An aristocracy with souls in the devil's hands. An architecture plan. City streets designed to Pentagrams, hitting cams on every inch of this blessed land. If ever chip GPS attached to your genetic strands. But I'll be damned if I allow some coward to drown me in the powers he proudly learned from Alistair Crowley. Cause out of my county on the turnpike, word life is Nazi propaganda promoting Bush's third right. Turn right at the left wing and find these cult leaders and expose FEMA before you take the fall like cold fevers. No Geneva Convention peace treaty will be safe when the elite make a one world government police state. I know y'all relating even I hope I'm wrong but I know I'm not cause I know what the fuck is going on. Here's the truth, we the people have been seeing your attempts and realize we the ones you declared war against. Here's the truth, I refuse to have you controlling me with my faith in a bunch of snakes I just don't believe. Here's the truth, we the people have been seeing your attempts and realize we the ones you declared war against. Here's the truth, I refuse to have you controlling me with my faith in a bunch of snakes I just don't believe.
party. I'm at my party here, but that's a little conspiracy segment there. Other oh, Root and Root Show, and that was Stevie Wonder. If you don't believe in things you don't understand, if you believe in things you don't understand, you suffer, and that's what happens. It might lead to some sort of conspiracy that makes no sense. And But that was Superstition, the classic song from the 70s. And before that, we did the great Marvin Gaye, great Stevie Wonder, too, but great Marvin Gaye and inner city blues make me want to holler. I mean, all this stuff. That Aaron and I talk about early and things we talk about on the show in the past will make you want to holler sometime. And before that, we did Diabolic, and that was Truth Part Two. Then we did Ill Bill, Society is Brainwashed. In many cases, I believe that, some cases. And then before that, we started to set off with a mortal technique in the fourth branch on the Root and Root Show. And we're going to get to more music in a minute, but I think we may have a caller on the line. Uh, we have a caller on the line. Yeah, how you doing, man? How you doing there? I'm all right. Uh, down here in Atlanta, I'm outside drinking a beer, listening. Uh, I came in late, but I saw the title of the show, so I definitely wanted to hear. Then I hear you playing Immortal Technique. In the... <laughs> I'm sorry, hey, you're doing your thing, man. Salute. That's all we can do on here. Just glad. <laughs> What's your name? This is Naj, man. Naj, all right. Well, we're going to have a... Aaron, who was on earlier talking about conspiracy theories, he's going to be back on next month. Mm. So you got to check it out then. Gotcha. But we're going to get to more music here on the Root and Root Show. Okay, cool, man. And if, if I can, yeah, go ahead. Quick, just the idea of conspiracies, uh, not only are they damaging to a certain extent, but they kind of put you in a freeze position because you're looking out for the next thing, you're, you're researching, you're studying all these things. And it's, uh, as, as the great Dr. Amos Wilson said, you're studying things that have already happened, and you haven't figured right. out a way to defend yourself from them or prevent them. So it, it becomes, you know, essentially, you know, just your own preoccupation, but doesn't actually stop them or, or, or change anything within the world. So it's, it's, it's a complicated uh, issue because there are some legit ones which we can do things about, and then there are some that just leave you off in the weeds, you know, thinking of stuff. Uh, that is not productive and not realistic. And that's what uh, Aaron and I were talking about earlier in the show. There's some that are legit and some of them that throw you off. And anyone that can bring up Amos Wilson is all right with me. Anyone that can bring that up. Salute. Rest in peace to that great brother. Rest in peace to Muhammad Ali uh, with with his funeral today. And uh, salute to you, man. And keep doing your thing with your show, man. Thanks a lot, man. You take care. All right, Amos. If you don't know Amos Wilson, I want you to Google the name, or even go to YouTube because some of his some of his lectures are on there. But check out Amos Wilson. I mean, that's that man. You know, the guy, brother from Atlanta. He's talking about Amos Wilson. He if he's read his stuff, if he can bring that out, I mean, that's something because that's uh read his stuff. That's all I'm gonna say. I'm not even gonna say any of the books. Just get online and just look for Amos Wilson. But we're gonna get to more music here, and we're gonna do a long one now because. I, you know, as some of you know, I've moved from the East Coast to the Midwest now. And I went in the uh, CD store the other day, and I was curious. I said, I wanted these folks to notice, notice artists, because I've played them a number of times on this show. And I said, uh, do you have any uh, Kamasi Washington? And the woman at the cash register, she, you know, looked, she had never heard of She said, Kamai who? And I said, well, I have to educate you. So for those of you who don't know, 
this is actually, I call him the future of jazz. He is jazz right now, the great saxophonist, and also a great hip-hop artist, too. I'm talking about the one and only Kamasi Washington. We're going to do the message. So let's hear the message on the Root and Root Show.
And that was the greatest of all time, the one and only Muhammad Ali. And that was the Benny King song, Stand By Me, from the CD, I Am the Greatest, by Muhammad Ali, when he was known as Cassius Clay. And that was produced by Sam Cooke. And I thought I'd play that, because I did a show uh, last week where I did a whole tribute of music, including this of Muhammad Ali and his passing. And because this is the day of the funeral of Muhammad Ali, I thought I'd play that again, along with, prior to that, I played Sonia Ali, a.k.a. Sonia Clay, a.k.a. Sonia Ray, and that was his first wife, and that was Here I Am and Here I Stay. And before that, we did the great Kamasi Washington on saxophone, and that was the message on the Root and Root Show, and I hope you got the message out of that. And we're going to get to more music here on the show, and I think we'll do right now. I think we'll play right now. We're going to do a little bit of... I'll do some Gary Bartz. Gary Bartz, along with Leon Thomas and Precious Energy, and that's what you need when you're dealing with conspiracies and all. You need some precious, wonderful, just soothing, peaceful energy to keep you going. So let's hear Precious Energy, Gary Bartz, along with the great, the one and only Leon Thomas on the Root and Root Show. You see, the sun is a common denominator. For everything that lives. Oh yeah. In a circle around the sun, which is a circle itself, and it goes round and round and round and round and round. Music is the shadow of love. The sun is love itself because it gives life. But it was given. No matter how important it is, the same that you see, I see. In fact, we can't see without light, and that's the first light. And what a delight it is. Through all eternity. All you got to do is just let it shine on Thank you. 
Reporter and 1961, his new one. And before that, we did Gary Barton sax along with the vocals of the wonderful one and only Leon Thomas and Precious Energy on the Root and Root Show. And we're getting ready to get out of here shortly, but I hope you've enjoyed the show this evening as we talked about conspiracy theories with uh, Aaron uh, Gellis, who will be back on here again talking about the book Conspiracy Theories and just other things in general. We'll have him back on in July. And also, I want to thank everyone who's listening this evening, especially on KUHS out there in Colorado this evening, or when you're listening on a delayed basis, because you'll hear the show Saturday, June the 11th. And those of you who listen on iTunes or other places on social media, just thank you. We're getting a lot of followers here. But if you're new, if you want to join friendly, wonderful family we have here, you can go to my Facebook site at Greg, G-R-E-G, last name Rashid, R-A-S-H-E-E-D, not my personality site, but the general Greg Rashid site, and join there on Facebook and go to Twitter, hashtag Unifix, U-N-I-F as in Frank, I-C-S as in Sam, hashtag Unifix. You can also go uh, email me at Unifix, U-N-I-F as in Frank, I-C-S, at hotmail.com. You can also go to the blogtalkradio.com site, look for blogtalkradio.com backslash root and root show. And you can follow us there. Cause we're going to, you know, I, I need to look, you know, when I look at my different social media places and seeing all these people joining, it just really is like amazing. I'm just thankful for that to the people who listen all over the world, not just in certain segments of this country, but all over the world. I'm just so grateful for that. Cause we try to make the shows as the best shows we possibly can on here. And I just want to thank everyone out there. And I just want to say, just go in love and go in peace. Hug someone, help someone along the way. And just think about, you know, think about Ali, Muhammad Ali, as far as what he did, as far as helping folks. And also, as you know, think of him as a great fighter, too. And just do not let folks, as we said on the last show, dictate how Muhammad Ali is going to be betrayed. Be betrayed. Betrayed. Because it will be a betrayal that portray him in a different light as they did with Dr. King and to a certain extent, a lot of other folks uh, remember him as he was, you know, everything he did as far as the Vietnam War, more importantly, what he did for world peace. And just, just remember that and just don't make him as just this cuddly little figure because he was a strong person and just remember strong black man. And remember that he was not liked in the 60s and 70s. Remember that as Dr. King wasn't. 
you know, just look at your history, study your history and see what really was going on. But this is Greg Rasheed again. Go in love and peace. And we'll see you next time on the Root and Root Show.